Don't miss the freedom streams where you will be impacted with powerful life-changing messages by Pastor Dennis Mato. Come on, do you know it? Just sing it with me. Freedom experience, experiencing Christ. All divisions, confusions, denominations, and problems come from these two sources, doctrines and gifts. If we are frank and honest, we will admit that the more doctrines and gifts we have, the more divisions we have in the church. Every division and denomination is built up on either a certain doctrine or a certain kind of gift. I am standing here to challenge this. My attitude is toward Christ, not toward doctrine. I don't like to talk about doctrine. We simply need to help people to believe in Jesus Christ, to personally receive him as their savior and the son of God who was incarnated as a man, died on the cross for our sins and resurrected on the third day. Then we need to help people to love this Christ, to know this Christ, to experience this Christ and to be built up as a church to experience this Christ. As long as we do that, that is wonderful, that is good enough. Let us forget everything else. Let us love Christ. Let us know Christ. Let us experience Christ, let us enjoy Christ, let us be built up as a church to experience and express this Christ. Freedom experience, experiencing Christ. Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power of revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ. Freedom Experience Zone Radio, enjoying music, enjoying Christ. Where the Spirit of the Lord is. Welcome to Freedom Streams brought to you by Freedom Express Ministry, Makindia Kampala, Uganda. These teachings express the triune God in His Word as life to impart, light to shine, grace to enjoy, and truth to realize. And now, let's listen to Pastor Dennis Matoba. Glory to God, hallelujah. We bless the Lord for you people that have turned back to Freedom Experience uh, streams uh, so that you enjoy the Freedom Streams program. And you know the Lord is going to bless you even in this uh, wonderful series as we continue our wonderful teaching series concerning the experience of Christ in these four books, Galatians, Ephesians, Colossians, and Philippians. We are seeing the vision of Christ in these wonderful books that don't talk about 
gifts at any one point that talk about they don't talk about signs and wonders they only talk about Christ being everything and, and a person that we should experience and this this means that these books are so important that Paul had to see okay uh, I will not write anything of a gift in these books because I want now people to pursue Christ so that they may take him enjoy him eat him and be, uh, Christ becoming everything in their lives once again this is Pastor Dennis Matov all the way from Kampala Uganda Freedom Experience Ministry I want to say thank you for supporting our radio visit us on www.freedomexperienceministry.org yes you can also find us on Facebook at Freedom Experience Ministry yes I know that the Lord is blessing you those of you that have been following from the first episode when we talked about uh, we, we started this teaching series concerning the experience of Christ there are so many messages the Lord has uh, caused us to minister to you uh, on this radio you can find them in our podcasts and uh, um you can also uh, check on them, uh, even on the website. The Lord will bless you. Today we want to continue uh, with a wonderful message in the book of Philippians as we ended last time in episode 10. Now we want to see what is in episode 11. And uh, we have decided to make this long series uh teaching into series of teachings and we have uh, called them episodes uh, so that you may uh, enjoy them for the glory of God. This time we are talking about uh, to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. To know Christ and the power of his resurrection. I told you in this book of Philippians that there is a serious, a, a secret for us to enjoy and experience Christ. And Paul is giving us one by one, showing us how he had reached a level whereby he was enjoying Christ. So we should not think that we know Christ already. Yes, uh, on the one hand, we all have known Christ. You have been serving Christ. Uh, Christ has been using you. But on the other hand, we still do not know him in an adequate way. That's why Paul is inspiring us to know Christ. We see in verse uh, verse 8 and verse 10, uh, it says in chapter 3 that it says that this was a, a problem that was before him. He poses us a problem. He says, however, in verse 8 of Philippians uh, chapter chapter 3, verse 8, let me read for you Philippians chapter 3, verses 8, so that you grasp what we are talking about. Even verse 10, the Bible says um, that... Uh, what things we are uh, gain to me, these I have counted as loss on account of Christ. But moreover, I also count all things to be loss on account of the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, on account of whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as refuse that I may gain Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is out of the law, but that which is uh, through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is out of God and based on faith, to know him and the power of his resurrection. He wants to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to the, his death, if perhaps I may attain to the out-resurrection from the dead. So you can keep on reading 
we read uh, even through verse 14 from uh, Philippians chapter 3 verses uh, 7 uh, through verse 14. You see that there are several things and Paul poses to us a problem and uh, he says that we don't know Christ yet. He knew Christ very well because he served God from uh, right away from Acts uh, throughout uh, the, 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 the following books up to uh, Philippians. But when it comes to Philippians, uh, he says that I want to know him. As if he was not serving him. Remember, he's one of the most effective ministers in the Bible. But he reaches a level whereby he says, I want to know him, that I may know him. He realized that he did not know Christ very well. But still, he wanted still to know him more. He aspired to know not only Christ, but also the power of his resurrection. This relates to the life-giving spirit. He wants to find out the power of his resurrection. When Jesus resurrected, he became a life-giving spirit. If Christ were not the life-giving spirit within us, we could not know him. We could not experience the power of his resurrection. You see, the power of his resurrection is not in our body. It is in our spirit. The power of resurrection is not found in our body. It is in our spirit. <clears throat> so, at that time, uh, we see that Paul wrote uh, this book of uh, Philippians. He was in prison. Throughout all the years, he wrote these books of Philippians and some other books. He was in prison. And Christians, um, they have extolled the experience of Peter when he was in prison. Remember, these two apostles were once in prison, but one of them came out of the prison, but others, did, uh, another one did not come out of the prison. So, uh, the prison of Paul, uh, of Peter, we see in the book of Acts that in the prison, the prison doors were opened and Peter was released. When we read uh, Acts chapter 5, verse 18 to 19, you see, uh, we see this happened. He, the prison door was open and this man had to run away for his life because the Lord had delivered him. The power that opened the prison and the physic, uh, and uh, physically released Peter from the material prison was the power of God. But it was not the power of Christ's resurrection. I hope you see the difference. There was a power that released Peter from the prison. When the doors were opened by the power of God. But that power that opened the prison and physically released Peter from the material prison, it was the power of God. It was not the power of Christ's resurrection. When Paul was put in prison, at the time he wrote Philippians, the prison was not opened like that of Peter. And his chains did not fall off like that of Peter. He was kept there months after month, year after year. The power of God did not come to open the prison, but within him, however, was the power to suffer gloriously. The resurrection power of Christ was in Paul so that he suffers gloriously. That's why, why he says that, that I may participate in the suffering of his, in the power of his suffering, in the sufferings of Christ. You see, this is the power of Christ's resurrection. So, I have heard many people praising Peter's experience of being released from the outward and people preaching the gospel. It is good. God can deliver you from any prison. He can bring you out of any prison. 
he can uh, break the chains off your legs and your hands but if you you have not come to the experience of Paul and his experience in the prison Paul was in the prison outwardly but he was inwardly released he was free that's the difference there is a time whereby Peter was in the prison if you could remember and this Peter uh, when he was in the prison the bible says he was so weak that he couldn't even pray to the extent that uh, the angel came and had to smote him and tell him wake up that means he was so weak uh, and he was feeling the bondage even inwardly in his life he was bound even inwardly that he couldn't even worship he couldn't even praise but paul could be in prison and paul could praise because he knew that he was imprisoned outwardly but he's also still released inwardly he was experiencing the suffering of christ you see even today we still enjoy the issues of his release even today we still enjoy ephesians the book of philippians and colossians this book is so deep but the man who wrote them was outwardly in the prison but we see the revelation in them prove proving that he was inwardly released and he was resurrected you see the best sweet books the book of ephesians philippians colossians are written by a man who was kept in prison but enjoyed christ hallelujah the lord wants us as believers to live such a life whereby although outward circumstances is not favorable inwardly you have the joy of the lord inward you have the experience of Christ inward you are enjoying your Christ despite what is surrounding you you see when we are childish even when we are babyish we become ill and we say why is it that this illness has come to me you begin to pray about your illness lord heal me lord deliver me lord take me out of this prison paul never prayed so you see the lord may say all right let let the illness be gone because you have prayed and the uh, the illness will go the sickness will disappear but you have not learned a lesson of experience you have not participated in the sufferings of Christ so when we gain more growth and you grow in the spiritual things and become maturity then you may still pray about your illness however we see that many people even can testify that the more they pray the more serious the illness becomes there comes a time the other time when you are still a baby uh, in Christ you are still young you pray a little and god works but when now you have come to maturity you can pray for a thing and the thing remains there you pray for a thing and the thing does not remove you pray for a change and you don't see change you pray for a situation to change and becomes more worse what are you supposed to do remember paul when Paul realized that they are not going to release him until his death he said okay i will enjoy christ i will participate in the sufferings of his uh, in the in the in the death of jesus christ i will see this resurrection life uh, the power of christ's resurrection you understand he enjoyed the prison and that's why he was able to have deep revelations uh, in these books hallelujah so You see that when a person matures you begin to pray about your healing 
But when the illness does not go, then you, you, you will also begin to enjoy Christ. Because the Lord will not take away the illness at this time. Rather, he will say, my grace is sufficient for you. Like, like how he told Paul, there are some things you pray for and the Lord said, leave that alone. Just do other things. There in that weakness, my grace will be sufficient for you. You have to experience my resurrection power. The Lord will come and tell you, don't bother yourself praying for this stuff because I have not yet wanted to remove it. I want to keep it around so that you experience my resurrection power. You see, you cannot, you cannot experience resurrection power if you have not died, if you have not, been, uh, if you have not experienced pain of death. So, there are situations that cause us, bury us. We are buried into that situation. So that you are not seen. For some time, people, they even forget you. And in that way, the Lord says, my, my grace is sufficient. In that way, the Lord says, don't worry. I am with you. I want you to just experience my resurrection power. You know the years, how many years the children of Israel were kept in the desert? Forty years. And they, were, they had to experience God and his provision. So the illness will always remain. That poverty, that debt might remain, but you have got to praise him because it simply paves the way and lays the ground for us to experience the resurrection power. Just learn to enjoy the, uh, the time you are in that situation. Learn to see Christ and experience him and enjoy him the time you are still in that difficulty. In that way, you experience the resurrection power. If you do not have the illness or you don't have that debt, you don't have that sickness, you don't have that, you're not in that poverty, we can never experience the resurrection power of Christ. In other words, the resurrection power of Christ cannot be seen in good things. The resurrection power of Christ is experienced when we are passing through hard things, hard situations, hard times, difficult times. Then that's when the resurrection power is going to manifest in our life. Hallelujah. So in the past and even until today, we know that we have some of brothers and sisters that have got problems. They have prayed much, but their problems have remained. They can even go to every pastor and every prophet they know, but that problem remains. It, it can be barrenness, it can be a sickness, it can be a, a, anything, a disease, a, a, a challenge. And what, however much you pray and fast, it does not change. What are you going to do? The Lord is calling you today to learn to enjoy the resurrection power and experience it while you are passing through those hard times. You see, we see that for almost 40 years, the people of Israel, they saw the miracles of manna every morning. The Lord was raining food unto them every morning. Man, manna was coming from heaven. And if we were to open the door tomorrow and see that, that manna had come down, we would be all excited. You open your door in the morning, ha, you see food, money, miracles, signs and good things have come your way. It would be uh, in the major newspaper today that manna came from heaven. The people of Israel experienced this more than 10,000 times. This manna could come from heaven day by day 
they saw a miracle as something that came down from heaven in the morning, regardless of where they went or where they stayed. However, that was too outward to be the power of resurrection. For them to eat manna was so outward to be called the power of resurrection. Regardless of how many years God performed that miracle, nothing was wrought into these people of Israel. They did not change in word. You see? Regardless of how much God provided for them, they did not change in word. The same applies to church today. There are several people that are now so much in love of miracles, signs, and wonders for God to do them mighty things. And what, whatever God has done for them, it is an outward expression of his love, his power. But there is no inward power experienced. No inward resurrection power experienced. When God wants to change us inwardly, he, be, he puts us into certain prisons like he did Paul. Then he teaches us to remain there while outward we are suffering, we are in scarcity, we are in challenges, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. We are being strengthened with might in the inner man. Hallelujah. We have got to experience this power of resurrection. Amen. Regardless of how many years God performed that miracle to the Israels, nothing was changed into their lives. Nothing was built up into them. Today, in, if, in, the, in the New Testament, in the time God will generally not do that kind of work. He not, he's not going to rain down manna. Because in this New Testament, God might do something else. You see? And uh, in this dispensation of God's grace we are in, God's intention is to work Christ into us because he, he knows very well that in the days of Israel he was giving them Christ from out manna from heaven to eat but however much they eat that external miracle it never changed them now Christ is not to be taken like manna he's not to be always coming from outside us to enter no once he entered after our salvation he's supposed to be uh, to permeate to saturate into us so that we have uh, is formed into us so the manna sent down was uh, of the power of creation not of the power of resurrection there are some things that god do and those things are of power of creation power to do miracles but the power of resurrection god's intention is that is not an outward miracle but an inward miracle the time has come whereby the church is supposed to enjoy an inward miracle. The miracle of Christ being wrote, formed into us. The inward marvel whereby you marvel and see that Christ as the Spirit is wrought into us, is built up in us, is formed in us. This is the power, not of creation, but the power of resurrection. Even the prison being open to release the Apostle Peter was not the power of resurrection. A lot of us, we have prayed and our prisons have opened and we have walked out. But the Lord, the Lord's intention for the prison is not for us to walk out. No. He wants you, by the time you walk out, when you have experienced the power of His resurrection, when you have endured 
and seen Christ. When we come to the book of Philippians, we see that there is another apostle, Paul, who was kept in the prison, whereas the one in the book of Acts was released. God did nothing of him. However much Paul prayed, Lord, open the, the prison doors. The churches were praying for him. God chose to keep Paul inside the prison. Outwardly, he was imprisoned. He suffered by the power of resurrection within him. Hallelujah. When Peter was released from the prison, I don't believe that he experienced the resurrection power very much. When he was old, though he was martyred by crucifixion, at that time would not release him. This time, the Lord brings Peter in the same scenario whereby he is captured and this time is going to be martyred by crucifixion in that however much he's going to pray, however much the church prays, he has got to go through it. That's when he experienced the power of resurrection because he suffered. He suffered. At that time, God, God would not release him. However much he could say, Oh Lord, save me as you saved me the other time. He said, No, this time I want you to experience the power of my son. There are some things God allows us to pass through. And we are passing through hellfire. We are passing through hard times. And the Lord has chosen to see that we remain in, the, in that situation for some time. God will not deliver. He did not deliver Paul, Peter, this time from the persecutors. And when Peter suffered persecution, he was martyred. He experienced the resurrection power. So, there are some times God is going to release quickly. There are sometimes you say that be kept in that prison for some time until you experience. May the Lord show us this vision of experiencing and to know the power of his resurrection. The power of his resurrection. Hallelujah. So we see that in the, in the book of Philippians. What kind of power do we expect to have? We all may be childish when we expect the power of creation that does miracles. When God answers your prayer and everything is answered that quick, we may think that it would be wonderful for the Lord to send manna from heaven every day. You get a miracle every day. In the city you are moving, there is manna everywhere. All the people around, they are experiencing the manna and they say, that is God. But I want to tell you today, those are all outward expression. The Lord wants an inward experience of Christ. There's got to be a miracle within you whereby Christ is wrought into you. Hallelujah. How many of the people of Israel were truly gained by the Lord through the daily miracles for almost 40 years, but he failed to gain anybody? They all died in the desert. Why? Because they didn't have an inner experience. They did not see the, the power of resurrection. That means that all the people that are pursuing miracles today, that are keeping their salvation life, are basing on miracles that they see and get, they are not pleasing Christ because it's not wrought into them. They have been attracted by these gifts and miracles, but it is not working for them to change them. You see? We see that a very few people were changed and managed to enter the promised land. Only two, Joshua and Caleb, out of the multitude that came out of Egypt. Why? Because the ex outward expression could not create an inexperience and a routing, 
and for Christ to be formed in them. The Lord Jesus fed 5,000 people, remember, in the book of John. Not including the women and children with the five small loaves of bread. That was a marvelous miracle. But how many people were saved through that miracle? Remember in John chapter 6, the Bible says, Many left Jesus Christ. They deserted him. Only a handful of people continued to follow, because they continued to follow Jesus Christ. The disciples says, We cannot go. We want to seek this, and we want to seek the inner life of Christ. When you come to that book, John chapter 6, you see that the crowd left Jesus. They said, This word is hard. Who can hear it? John chapter 6, verse 60 and 66. So, the power we expect to experience must be the resurrection power. We must have the goal of the resurrected Christ. Have that goal as the very resurrection power within us. We must seek Him. We must pursue Him. We must follow Christ. We must take Christ, taking Him as our goal, our aim, our mark, and our prize. If we take Christ this way, I tell you, you will be a person who knows how to experience Christ. If you allow wherever you are passing and just say, Father, I thank you for the situation I am in. Though I am bound outwardly in a prison, but inwardly I have the life of God. There is freedom. For more information or get more of these messages or donate to our ministry, contact us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. Or visit our website on www.freedomexperiencezone.com Or you can call us directly on class 256 Thank you.